0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 100 of the podcast. I Woo-hoo! am so excited. I made it. Yay. A hundred episodes. And this is going to be a fun recording because I'm going to be interviewed by the amazing Caroline Dooner. So she's going to be asking me the questions today. I have her on. Um Yay, hi. This is gonna be fun. And out of all the people I was thinking, like if I want to get interviewed for episode one hundred, I should have Caroline do it because she's I love her. There's a period there. I love her. (laughs) So here you are. Oh yay. This is so fun.
1: Um yeah. I hope that I, I hope I don't let you down, but I have a lot of questions for you. This is gonna be very serious business, Maddie.
0: Very serious. Yes. I am excited for the most serious episode we've ever had on this podcast.
1: Exactly. I really am going to start out seriously though, because we're talking about your journey um, through the podcast,
0: Mm -hmm. right? Yeah.
1: In celebration of the 100 episodes. So are we ready to start?
0: Yeah. We're ready to start. start. Quick um, little disclosure for everyone listening. I am in this apartment, that's not really my apartment, and there is this fridge. Very close to me. That's making this humming noise. So if you hear a humming noise, it's that. It is the fridge. So sorry about that. Oh well, it'll be fixed probably in, in next next episode. We'll see. We're just so chill and casual. You yes, know, and that's, what, that's what we want for all of you too. Chill like a fridge. <laughs> 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 didn't even think about
1: it. Okay, I want to ask you my first question, and it is. How quickly did you start podcasting after you decided to do a podcast? What was that process like? What was that decision like for you?
0: Ooh, that's a good one. I probably started a month later because I remember thinking, because the reason why I created my podcast was well, two reasons. First of all, I was in the middle of my own recovery process. To be honest, I was still so confused about what works for me? I need to find something that works for me. Like all this pressure. And I wanted to have a podcast to interview people about what works for them. And secondly, I really wanted to interview Matt Stone in particular, who's just, Mm. yeah, you, you're very familiar with Matt.
1: Totally. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I loved him. And it's funny because now he's been my mentor for the past two years and he's published my books. I've worked for him. Like we've had a very awesome relationship, but at that time I did not have that with him. I had never actually spoken to him and I really wanted a reason to interview him. So I was like, awesome. Yeah. So it's like really because of Matt, he's helped me with a lot of things, but I had the idea pop in my head and then I had a very quick phone call with Jimmy Moore. I don't know if people know who that is, but he has uh, multiple podcasts and he has created like thousands and thousands and thousands of podcasts. It's crazy how he does this. And he, I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I want to start a podcast. And he's like, I have an hour. Do you want to get on the phone real quickly? So I hopped on the phone with him and he was very helpful, telling me about the importance of the name, the importance of the artwork, and by the end of the call, I was like, "Yes, we're doing this." And I came up with the name Mind Body Musings like within the next hour. And then it just came down to um, recording that first call and not being crazy nervous and just getting through it. So I think the whole process, if I remember correctly, it was probably about months between having the idea and getting that first one live.
1: Cool. Who was your first?
0: Kyla Prince. Yeah. Yeah. She was my first and she was like very awesome for being like my first cause she was very like chill and we had a good conversation. And then she also did episode 50 with me to kind of celebrate. So that Amazing. was, yeah, that was a good one. I should have done myself as my first one cause it's like an intro, but I was so nervous that I just wanted to like jump right into interviewing. You totally. Know. It is what it I is. stupidly made my
1: first episode be an answer to a really obscure question.
0: <laughs> what question?
1: It was the question of what do I do if I start to get bored of food? Like it's something that a lot of people experience after like really letting themselves eat everything. Like after a month or two or three, they'll start to feel so neutral about food that they don't even care. And it kind of freaks them out. And they're like, what's happening? And a lot of people had been asking me that just around the time that I was like, I should start a podcast. And so stupidly, my my first episode was me answering that like totally obscure question that not everybody understands. So I think you did a great job.
0: (laughs) Do you think that that kind of helped you though? Because that's a very important question. Maybe that did draw people in like, oh, she's answering very good questions here.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe. Then I felt so self conscious that the second one, I was like, "Guys, I'm so sorry." I, I realized that my first one was super weird and didn't. So let me like, I I got super nervous. But anyway, I think interviewing is is uh, great. I think you were my my first interview.
0: I think was I
1: or maybe it, no, it was um it was summer, but you were my
0: second. Okay, yeah, that well, that's an honor. Still, I only interview blonde people. Yeah, obviously, I mean. <laughs> Blonde people who love food. (laughs) It's funny because on my my third episode in the podcast was with this guy who like promotes – he's like a bodybuilder and does macro dieting and he's super strict and he talks about women being fluffy in the body and like how they need to lean out and all this really ridiculous stuff that I would never, ever have on my show and – At that time, I was just interviewing pretty much whoever because I didn't really have an idea of what path I was on. And going back, like, about a year ago, I was already like, okay, that needs to go. So I re-recorded an episode number – oh, it was episode four. So I re-recorded an episode number four. And that episode was, like, intro to Madeline Moon. So I have, like, three episodes of just interviews, and then I have, like, an intro. And sometimes I think it doesn't even work. Sometimes it'll, like, still play that old – Version. I I don't know. I've had. I've heard that it's still can play that old one. Just like don't even. It's so
1: weird. Like it's so. I didn't understand the i the way that iTunes works with it. It's like, it's picking up the feed right. So it like takes time to actually update on iTunes. I think or something like that.
0: Yeah. I I haven't checked in a while. I'm sure it's the right one. It's been the right one for a while. But thank goodness because that that is just like the worst interview in the world. So hard. That's so so painful. And you and I'm sure. You know,
1: a good part of you was like, oh, I don't know if this is like, this is the direction I'm going. But in the beginning, you're like, well, you know, it's an interview.
0: Well, at the time, I didn't know anything. Like back then, I was still so confused. I still still thought that there was a diet out there I needed to find Mm. and I needed to have. So I was like, this guy will tell me about his diet and maybe that'll be the right diet. And okay, that brings me to my next question, which
1: is how has having this podcast helped your own journey?
0: Oh my gosh. It's done a 180. First of all, I've had so many incredible guests on this show and they have all contributed to my journey just by not really the information that they give me, but just existing. Like the information now is just out there for my listeners. I want them all to hear it, but like being able to connect with these amazing people, they all contribute something to my life. Like just the conversations we have, the realness we are with each other, um, the domino effect of maybe they know someone that I need to in- be introduced to and then they have a big impact on my life. So just the relationship aspect also because I have created a job and I really owe it all to this show because at the beginning of this, I was still like, I don't know what's going on. And then after meeting all these people, I was like, yes, I'm into this. And then by the middle of it, I'm like, oh, maybe I can make a job out of serving other people with this journey as well. And by now, I'm like, this is me. Like, this is who I am. And I love all of my concrete beliefs about this world, about our bodies, about food. And I'm now I'm so confident not only in my – the way I eat, the way I move my body, body positivity, acceptance, all of the wonderful stuff – but in my my purpose for right now my purpose is to serve other people and i discovered that through the process of this show so it's like something as simple as creating a podcast can just totally change your life it's changed my life it's it sounds hokey but it really has just from all the different things all the different people the topics the things i learn from this show and from the guests it's just been a compounding incredible uh, result effect.
1: That's so cool, and isn't it amazing that how much we learn just by taking action, even if we don't really know what, where we're going or what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. It becomes clear. Like you didn't know what the outcome was going to be of starting the podcast, but you took a leap, and it made all the difference yeah. for you and for other people.
0: Yeah, I honestly didn't know if I'd make it to episode one hundred, <laughs> and I, I it's been it's been now over two years that I've had this. And it kind of just started as something I wanted to try out. And I remember Jimmy, in that first conversation we had, he told me, podcasting's great. Everyone loves to make a podcast, but not everyone sticks with it. So you may or may not stick with it. You may kind of realize it's a lot of work and then fall off the bandwagon. And like, that's okay. I hope you stick with it though. And I remember hearing that and just thinking, I wonder, like, I wonder if I'll be one of those people that just gets caught up with other things, but I can say that this has been the one thing I have done in the past two years for my business that I've never once thought about stopping. Like I've thought about stopping a few things that I've been Mm -hmm. doing that maybe aren't serving me, but this is the one thing that I've never questioned and I don't even make direct money from it and I don't even care because I love it so much. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, um, well, you're really good at it and it is such a great way to connect with people, you know, who are, who are trying to get to know you. I'm sure that that's, um, it's kind of exciting for both ends. I feel like it's exciting for you. It's exciting for them. It's a great great thing. Yeah. All right. What is your favorite color?
0: My favorite color? Oh my gosh. That's why is this the hardest question so far? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think I'd have to say Purple. It's like a very close tie between purple, brown, and pink.
1: Brown. That's so interesting.
0: I, I brown is like my go-to color for decor, for clothing, for like Hard. accessories. Like I love. Yeah, I was gonna it. ask like what in what context do you like brown? But
1: I mean, brown is a really nice nice like decor color or wall color you know
0: yeah it's just I love to look at it but I think when I when I'm buying like a cell phone cover or like a journal I go for purple that's just okay that's the color you go for that
1: amazing so what's your favorite
0: dessert my favorite dessert is probably going to be um um oh (laughs) (laughs) What? Why? Okay. I love anything lemon. And there is this ice cream called uh, Three Twins. And they make this, It's the brand is called Three Twins. And they make this ice cream called Lemon Cookie. And it's so rich, so creamy. And there's bits of just lemon cookie all inside of it. and lemon
1: really good it's
0: so good lemon um lemon pound cake lemon poppy seed muffins lemon blueberry pancakes i love lemon and baked goods
1: i feel like that is very on brand if you know what i mean like i feel like i could go to your site and and see pictures of lemon desserts and be like yeah duh it looks (laughs) so well with like (laughs) with like every everything on your site
0: really that is amazing to hear i love that
1: because your site is um, pink and gold and like sparkly mm-hmm. and pretty and the photography is so light and white that I feel like lemon products would just work so well.
0: I'm going to take that into consideration <laughs> for my next photo shoot. I'm going to remember that. Because and... are there even lemons or am I making that up? Or what?
1: Am I making it up that there are even lemons in your... Hold on. I'm going to your website right now. There are no, there, no,
0: lemon, there are no lemons. No lemons.
1: Okay, fine. But, but there should,
0: yeah, there should be. Like <laughs> the fact that you said that you could see it there. Maybe I'll have a photo shoot next and I'll be eating lemon pound cake and that'll be like my new marketing. I mean, who knows what's in store? Why not? Why
1: not take my arbitrary advice? I,
0: I think it's wonderful. <laughs> I'm going to write it down. I'm going to remember it.
1: <laughs> okay. What advice would you give to young Maddie? To young? How young? Yeah, that's, that's, um, okay. Let's start at like 10 years old and then let's go to like 18 years old,
0: 10 years old. Oh, I would say Maddie, you are destined to be a, um, extroverted introvert. So if you happen to feel like being on your own or being quiet or having your nose in your books don't worry. It's okay cuz you're always going to be like that. <laughs> cuz like I think when I was younger, even around 10 maybe, I felt all this pressure to be like cool and to go to all the sleepovers and um watch the the naked parts in Titanic and like <laughs> you know like I actually I didn't want to watch him I was the one girl at the sleepover that walked out of the room because my mom told me not to watch that scene. And I felt like I was such a loser because everyone's in there watching when Leonardo's painting her or whatever he's doing. I don't know. I still haven't seen that scene. <laughs> so That's amazing. I, I wanted to be the cool kid to, like, be in uh-huh. there and and not be weird, and I left. And, like, I think all those things when I was young, all this pressure to just, like, be cool, be there always. But I really just like wanted to be a good kid and do what my mom said when I was in 10. Okay. This is 10 years old, totally Mm -hmm. different advice for 18 year old. But I think that's what I would say is just like kind of destined to always be like this and you'll become confident in that. When you get older, you will be confident in just being yourself and doing whatever feels right to you. And I know right now it's weird, but try to just stick to your guns. Like, for a 10-year-old, like, if you have any, just stick to them. I um, love that. I really love that. Thank you. How uh, would that change them, okay.
1: eight years later? So,
0: when I'm 18, oh gosh, that's when I would probably first smack me. And I'd, say, <laughs> I'd say, get out of it. Like, you're so, like, I think when I was 18... I was so excited to leave my home and start college. I skipped my senior year of college. I mean, of high school. So I went from being a junior straight into college. Cause I was just like, so determined Whoa. to start that journey. And I got into sorority and I drank like crazy and I was just being insecure all the time and abusing my body with, First of all, alcohol, and second of all, like running like crazy. I would drink, 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 drink into the night, and then wake up two hours later, go for a nine mile run, oh my like, God. and then refuel with like a packet of goldfish. It's just like so disordered. So, eighteen year old Maddie, I would try to tell her like, don't worry, you're like, you don't try to find your worth with alcohol, with boys, with with your running your size your shape i'd probably also let her know that even when you're 24 you're gonna find yourself a single so like don't have all this pressure to be 18 <laughs> years old and find this perfect man because you're never gonna find that person in college you're gonna you're gonna date in college yes but you're not gonna find that person in college so stop trying so hard to like find love and stress out about it because i totally did that oh my god i would give myself the same advice
1: You are going to be single for a long time. (laughs) freaking enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Have fun. Like just be at rest, like rest knowing you're going to be single and you're also going to date people, but they're not the one. So like, stop trying to make everyone the one. And when you see people at the bar, don't think I could totally see him at the end of the aisle. Like, stop that. (laughs) Stop doing
1: that. Oh my God. I totally understand what you're talking
0: about, but it's such good advice. Good advice for us. And good advice for everyone, I would say. Well, good question. I really like the question. I hope other people can like think about those same things and kind of relate. And and if you're 18, you kind of think you do the same thing. I don't know if you're going to be single when you're 24, but maybe if you adopt that mindset, you won't feel like you have to find love now with all this pressure. Because I know how it's easy it is to fall into that, like thinking you have to like find someone when everyone else is, and you have to be cool and drink a whole bunch or work out a whole bunch. Like you don't have to do any of those things. You could seriously be an introvert and read books and do your schoolwork and have close-knit girlfriends and see a guy here and there. Like do whatever feels best to you. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Such good advice. All
1: right. My next question for you is, is Moon your real last name? Because it's just too darn cute.
0: I'm so glad you asked that. Yes, it is my real last name. My grandpa's George Moon. My dad is Tom Moon. And then I am Maddie Moon. I'm
1: so jealous of you. Because, you know, I don't know if you've noticed this, but we also have kind of like, similar, but very different last names. We have Oon. We both have Oon.
0: You're so right. Moon. But Mine is weird. And
1: yours is cute. And I just wanted to tell you that.
0: I like your last name. I think it's cool. It's it's like I it's a it's a name I have never heard before and that in itself is cool.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, I go by dunes a lot. People just like go there and they act like I am like a guy on like a football team. Dunes <laughs> And I just accept it. It's fine. That but, is um, so no, funny. I, I love your last name. It's adorable.
0: I've had weird so my, my longest nickname has been Moon Pie. That, and I like that. And I even have a picture of me when I am a baby inside of a moon pie box. What is a moon pie? Are you joking right now? Nope. What? What is it? It's like this dessert. It's like a, it's a packaged dessert, but it's like these two cookies. And that. inside is like this big, it's the two very big round cookies. Like oh, a moon. Oh, I see. I like see. Like a moon. It's like since it,
1: 1917. Moon pie.
0: Yeah. My mom
1: was really obsessed with health food, so I didn't get any normal stuff. So
0: This is something I – okay, so it has the marshmallow in the middle, right? And I my mom would buy like the double-deckers, and it's like three cookies and two sections of marshmallow in the middle, and I would eat those. And when I liked a boy in fifth grade, I remember I, you know, quote, accidentally had two moon pies in my lunchbox. And I'd give him a moon pie, and I would, like, fake this surprise being like, oh, what's this? (laughs) I have two moon pies today. Do you want one? That's (laughs) amazing. I love that. That's a good tactic,
1: I'm going to (laughs) say. I support that.
0: I have no idea how I came up with that in fifth grade, but I did.
1: I think it's, like, a really kind way to try to trick someone into loving you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I should have tried that in college, like – I do You
1: yeah, should try it now. You should go to the bar, bring a couple moon pies. <laughs> oh, <gasps>
0: inside of my purse, I accidentally have two moon pies. He's probably like, wow, this girl really loves to eat moon pies. And she's it's acting it's like...
1: It's just because my last name is Moon, you see? It's
0: just like but they I don't follow mind. me. I mean, I'll change my last name. Like, whatever. I don't know. No, it's okay if I ended up being like, I don't know, Smith or like a Phillips. <laughs> like, that's totally cool, too. It's beautiful. I love it. I love it. Uh, that's really, really funny. Um,
1: do you have anyone in Colorado to set me up with? That's my next question, my next official question.
0: Do I have anyone? Honestly? 28 years old. How old? 28. 28. Probably. I think I could come up with a few names. Sweet. We'll talk about it later. I've got Tinder, so I can Tinder for you. <laughs> and then write down the... Oh, Colorado. <laughs> you come here anytime and we'll Tinder together. And, um, I'm sure we could find you a whole bunch of people to go get coffee dates with.
1: Awesome. Great. We'll, we'll do it. I don't
0: have Tinder. I have hinge, but
1: I don't, I don't know that they're that different at all.
0: I deleted I- it. I deleted my Tinder. I had it like I've had it on and off, but I just, it for me, It feels so shallow and just a lot.
1: Oh, I hate it more than anything in the world. But I now I keep it because I make videos of me going through, and it kind of amuses me. And then I edit them together. But um, yeah, I hate it.
0: <laughs> Wait, so you make videos of you looking at Tinder?
1: Uh, yeah, at Hinge. Also, oh, Hinge. Sorry. They're they're on. They're, they're they're supposed to be like fun, and I but they're but I get pretty tired and and upset while I'm doing it.
0: <laughs> I have to watch this. I okay,
1: I'll to. send them to you. I'll send okay, them to you. Please. They're on my YouTube. They're on my Facebook sometimes, too. That sounds so funny. I'll send them to you. That's really why I use it now, because it just amuses me to do that. But I am already getting tired of that. I've done, like, nine episodes.
0: Nine? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it'd be, like, one or two. This is so funny. I'm so excited.
1: But it slowly gets more, like, I slowly get more, like, frustrated with people as episodes go along. I don't go on any dates either in between any of these episodes because nothing ever good ever works out. All right. Here's my next question for you in one year. What do you hope you can look back and say about your journey with food and weight? Like I know you've come so far now, but like what do you hope to feel even more in one year?
0: I hope to feel, I guess you just even more um secure, confident and at peace with the body that I have now and adopting the mindset that it's my body forever. Like no matter if my body changes, if I gain five pounds within the next months, I want to just go into that when I get that weight and just say, Okay, let's just come to terms that this is my body now forever. Say I lose the weight, it just still doesn't matter. Like I'm still like, Okay, well this is my body forever and adopting that mentality instead of thinking, okay, I might've gained five pounds, but I am probably going to lose it. Like not that I even would know. Cause I haven't weighed myself in two years. I seriously have not. So I wouldn't know, but say my clothes fit tighter or whatever, like it just chill, just chill. And And I do that now, but of course I still have moments where I'm just like, I have moments of, of just body insecurity. And it, it flees quickly because I know how to cope with that in much healthier ways. And I know that I'm not my body. My body's always going to change size. Like mm-hmm. I, I love, I love my body, but I want to know that in a year I can look back and I'll see that the whole year leading up to that, it's been a constant stream of thinking way less about my body, thinking way more about, my relationships, my family, my, my business, my clients, and just focusing on those things more and the ratio from the times I think about food in my body per day to the times I think about, you know, all the other amazing things, God, like books, the ratio is way like huge difference. If that makes sense, like I'm working, I'm getting there. I'm totally getting there, but like think that in a year I want to see just even more progress.
1: Yeah. Awesome. I bet you will. I'm sure you will.
0: My next question. Do you drink coffee? I don't. I drink coffee probably once every three weeks because I'm not opposed to it. And when I do have it, it does amazing wonders for me. So if I haven't had it in a few weeks and I'm planning to have a big writing day, like go to a coffee shop and just write a whole bunch, that's my day. I want to have some coffee, but otherwise it's just tea and kombucha and mm, water I love kombucha <sighs> so much and so i bet good. they have a lot of kombucha in colorado oh they? my gosh they have they have so many like locally made kombucha places but also the coffee shop that's like right across the street i went over there they used to sell a local kombucha and it was gone and i was like where's the kombucha and they're like oh we actually have a different brand on tap now yes <sighs> yes that is what i so i know that oregon
1: and Colorado are not the same. I've been to Oregon <laughs> and I have not been to Colorado. But the similarity is just that I love them both. I just know that I do. And in Oregon, it's the same way. You go into coffee shops and bars. Coffee shops and bars what? have come on tap. What? Oh my gosh. It's so cool. You can get it wherever you go. And that's just really what I want my life to be. I just want kombucha everywhere I go.
0: When I lived in Austin, there was a shell gas station and it was very unique. I don't know how they got away with being so unique, but it was a shell gas station, but it was also a store. And inside, it had tons of different beers you'd never find. It had All these different ethnic foods, different types of chocolate bars, a warehouse section. And the outside was lined with all these flags of the world. It was very unique, but there was also kombucha on tap in this gas station. And it was just like the last place you'd expect to find it. And they had my favorite, a blueberry, a blueberry kombucha. And it was just the most divine thing. I loved it. It was awesome. I missed that gas station. Special one. That's what I want the world to be like gas stations with kombucha, yeah, just shell gas stations <sighs> everywhere filled with kombucha and flags, <sighs>
1: oh, man, and then once there's a lot of kombucha, maybe it won't be as expensive. Do
0: you know what I mean? Oh, uh, hopefully, because it is ridiculous. like I had one like tiny glass of it, and it was like four something, and I'm like, okay, well, it's worth it, I know, but... and I
1: love it so much that i just I just deal, but I love it, Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that didn't make any sense. I love it so much that I just deal, but yes, it's expensive. <laughs> All right. Here's my next question. If you had to tweet your philosophy about food and weight, sum it up in a tweet, what would it be? 140 characters. And guess what? I'm on Twitter, so I'm going to be typing it in. Not to tweet it. I'm not going to tweet it. I could, actually, I guess. But I'm not going to tweet it. I'm just going to like make sure that it's not too long.
0: <laughs> okay. This is hard. Um, you can totally tweet it if you want, but... I'll write it in and then I'll figure out how to tweet it. I think my favorite my favorite go to type phrase for the past year, I guess, would be you are not your body. It just really resonates with me because we identify as our body. We do not identify I mean, we tend to identify as our body, and I think that's a huge problem. I ended I ended oh my gosh. I identify with God. Um this is not the whole tweet. <laughs> keep right. Mind. No, no. Um, so, well, so what I have so far is you are not your body. Should I just keep okay. that for now? Yes. You are not your body, period. And then I would say um, – oh, my gosh. This is hard. I know. Um, <laughs> so then I'd probably say eat, like, slash, move um, according to intuition.
1: Amazing now you have eighty five characters left. you don't have to use them
0: Oh well then I'd have to have a hashtags Oh so, great.
1: what are the hashtags
0: hashtag body freedom How many left uh seventy one um, hashtag uh h a e s for health at every size sixty
1: five
0: okay. Um, you don't have, like,
1: you are not obligated to make. I t-
0: know, but it's fun.
1: Yeah, keep it's, going.
0: It's fun. Keep going, um, we can do this. Then, okay, one more hashtag, and then I'm good. I can't do hashtag Maddie Moon, because that would be ridiculous, but I probably would. In my, I would do that in my dream world, because then, because then my, my name is in my, my hashtag. I mean, my All name, right, my name gonna is right, I'm going to do 50. it. Okay.
1: Okay. You still have 50 50- left, but if you don't fill this, if you don't finish this, then I'll be able to like actually tweet it and be like, I made Matt. I don't even know. I made Maddie. Oh, I'd have to tag you. Hold on. Let me see if I can actually do this. Maddie. wait, how do I find you? Madeline? It's oh, my, my Twitter. My body musings. Yeah. yeah. I made, I made mind body musings, um, sum up her philosophy. Is this all
0: going in the tweet? You're typing all that is fitting all in there.
1: A. Now, what doesn't fit is is W E E T of tweet. So Why I is tweet and oh okay, gotcha. I made um, some her philos some her philosophy. No, some her. What did I even say to you? What was the question? Oh, philosophy. Some. Um, um tweet <laughs> her philosophy i don't know i'm this is tweet her philosophy or tweet tweetify okay tweetify i like that tweetify okay great you are not your body eat move according to intuition body freedom do 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 do, do. tweet
0: yay
1: that's yay. a that is
0: such a good question that is one of the best questions I have heard ever.
1: Well, I'm just a genius. What can I say?
0: You are like, you <laughs> should be working for whoever is the master of questions.
1: I should. Maybe <laughs> that's me. I might be the master of questions.
0: Yeah. Cause I don't think that's a job yet. So that should probably be your new title. Be mine.
1: Yeah. 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 I don't know what I would do with that title, but it's like, put <laughs> well, it you on- do
0: consulting work for podcasts.
1: Yeah, but the question is, do I want to do consulting work for podcasts? Mm-hmm. That's the next question.
0: Probably no, not. No, that's not
1: the next question.
0: <laughs> my actual next, next question is,
1: so what do you hope is said about you at your funeral?
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay, that is super good. Um, I think I know that whenever I die and people gather around my tombstone or – Actually, I want to be, I want to be cremated and then I want to have my ashes buried underneath a tree tree.
1: Yes. Oh my God. That's so great.
0: Yeah. I want to be buried underneath a tree and like have a tree, um, planted and then yeah. Somewhere that won't ever be like made into construction. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Somewhere in Colorado would be at this point in my life would be the best, but, um, when they gather around the tree (laughs) and Uh, talk about me. I would love for people just to say that I was a source of a lot of encouragement, a very big source of encouragement and um, helped them personally on their journey to self-acceptance and giving them permission just to live their lives the way they want to be living. And I want to be known for helping people at that moment they need it. Because I know sometimes I can get caught up in my own thing and I don't have time for a phone call. I don't have time for this. And that's something I do often remind myself, is that's something I want to be reminded for is being being careless like um selfless and being very caring about other people's needs. Still respecting my own boundaries, of course, but I do want to be someone that people know they can call and will carve out time for them because that is what is important about life. Not not everything I'm up to, like making that certain lunch or edit, editing my podcast at a certain time or writing a certain post. Like what's important is people, period. Yeah. People are important. And I need to be reminded of that often, that it's people. That is why we're here, people. There we go, mm-hmm. people. So if someone close to me, even not close to me, reaches out, needs help, um, I want to be there for that person. And that's, that's what I want to be known for, especially with my, my friends and my family members just for being that source for them, for not ever judging them. Judging is my least favorite quality. Being judgmental is that's, uh, for me, it's so hard to be around people that are judgmental. And that's challenging because a lot of people are, and I know I can be that too. I think inherently we can all be that sometimes, but I'm very, very aware of that quality. And that's something that I stray from as often as possible. Even if people don't understand body positivity and they judge people's bodies and they comment on people's bodies, I try not to judge them because the, it comes down to them not being educated. They just don't know. It's not their fault. And we used to do the same thing. Exactly. We did the same thing and there's no point in getting mad at them. Um, am kind of going on a tangent, but yeah, that's, that's a lot of conversation right there that I hope people have. So that yeah. would probably be it.
1: Awesome. That's awesome. And the reason that I asked that question for anybody who is confused is because uh, Maddie has said that that was one of the kind of big moments, right, for you when you were realizing that you wanted to make a change. You're like, what? I don't want people to just talk about how I was good at like fitness <laughs> and eating clean at my funeral.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I said. And I'm really impressed that you, like, remembered that and brought that into this conversation.
1: Oh, my God, Maddie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're so welcome. All
1: right, here is my uh, next question. If you could live in any other time period, what would you choose? Oh,
0: my gosh. I love other time periods. Um, I think – Ah, uh, um, uh, probably, I'm not gonna give an exact date of the year because I don't know what date of the year this is, but I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give two. First one would be Pride and Prejudice time period, mm. Jane Austen. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanna wear those dresses and I wanna wear the be, high
1: waist.
0: Yeah, I wanna wear the high waisted dresses. I wanna be like, um, <laughs> like don't have any jeans in my closet just like have i would definitely want to be one of the people that have housemaids and people that dress me and bathe me mm-hmm. because if you're not one of those people i think you could easily end up on the street in that time period
1: yeah if i'm
0: correct so i would probably be in downton abbey i'd be one of those family members if, if it was up to me amazing um, or one of the think- servants because their servant life is so juicy and i love it It is. I was
1: going to say, I was going to say you either end up in the streets or you're a servant. And in a way, look, I think it'd be really hard work, but in a way, I think being one of the people who are bathed would be kind of weirdly boring. They Mm -hmm. had to like, Mm -hmm. they had to really, I mean, maybe not, but they had to kind of fill their days. You're right. You're very in order to keep themselves not going insane. Like literally everything was done for them. So I think they're I think both would be hard in in different ways.
0: You're so right. And being a woman, especially, it's like you kind of yeah. just sit there and look nice and behave yourself. And yeah, you're right. I think I'd probably rather be in a secure ser- servant position. And I'm talking specifically about Downton Abbey because I just I love they're treated or, so well. And or maybe like a governess. A governess, yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. a little
1: bit. There's a little bit more respect, I think. In that, deafness, yes. And they and they don't have to wake up so early.
0: And I love I, I've always loved the medieval time periods, the all that, but that is just so terrifying. Like I'm I feel yeah, blessed I love, not to I be around. I love the glamour.
1: Yeah, I think sorry, I totally was talking over you. You're good. Keep talking. I just I love it too. I love like the fantasy version of it, but I think it would be significantly more miserable than I think it would be.
0: Um I just don't want to have my intestines quartered and be half hung and then be have my toes lit on fire and then have my head cut off because that's kind of how they did things back then like you look at someone the wrong way you have a series of about 10 different types of torture before you're actually done and i just i don't want to chance it honestly
1: no no I hear you I was gonna say well are you expecting to be like an old-fashioned criminal but no I hear you they did it for people that they thought were witches they would definitely think I was a witch they
0: would know that you're a witch (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and me Uh, too probably like I feel like because I I was watching something I was watching Amy Schumer and uh, don't take anything seriously from Amy Schumer but there was one scene it was like the witches were on trial and they're like Anyone that has blue eyes is a witch. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, that was that actually a, apparently a thing. Yep. Mm hmm. Yeah. Certain
1: places where, like, nobody had blue eyes, when they would see someone with blue eyes, they just would assume that something like, weird was up.
0: And their whole way of testing was like dumping you in the river with, you know, attached to something heavy. And if you came up, you were a witch. And if you didn't come up, you weren't a witch, but you died anyway. So it didn't matter. Oh
1: my God. It's so scary. Mm hmm. No, it's so yeah. scary. All right. So, yeah, Downton Abbey time was probably good. I think that was like a little reprieve in the witch hunt. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Here's my next question If you had to have a pet that wasn't a cat or a dog or a bird or a fish, what would you
0: have? Um, I, I, oof. Oof. There's so many animals in the world that I want. I'm like, oh, which, how do I choose? I would probably, Okay, I'm not going to say this one, but it goes without saying that I would love to have a dolphin. But I can't really do much with the dolphin unless I'm in the water with it. So I'd have to have like specific dolphin hour where I'd go in, like we'd swim together. So not a dolphin. I'd probably say I would love to have um, – yeah, I'd probably say a fox Oh my god, I love foxes. Yeah. So much. They're so cute. And they are totally they can be pets. Like my friend had a pet fox. They can be a really? pet. Yeah, so it's possible.
1: Oh my god. Okay, I so support that.
0: Yeah, and they're I'm... so cute.
1: I think I would say the exact same thing, honestly. Really? Yeah, and especially recently I've just gotten really into foxes. I just really connect with them.
0: They're just <laughs> I think they're just the cutest thing and they're very loving. And on Instagram, you can follow
1: no different
0: accounts i, I don't follow anyone in particular but it keeps popping up on my feed so i know they have them but there are I accounts of like fox house pets and they're just like running around like drinking i water. need to find
1: this you i find need it. to find this.
0: 17 foxes
1: on instagram that are overjoyed about not getting devoured by dogs okay never mind <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was gonna be um oh my god they're so cute okay I'm gonna I'm gonna get distracted if I look up these pictures of foxes. Do
0: it. After so this. I, agree
1: with you, and um, let's move on to the next question. What's the diet meal you never want to have to eat again?
0: Oh. I know you don't
1: have to eat any diet meals, but like, what's the yeah. diet meal that you're like, no, I'm never eating that again?
0: So it's just a meal. It's not a diet in particular, but just a meal. A meal. That's good. Um, good question. I. <sighs> I would, oh gosh, like I know people eat this way all the time, but I could never have like a lean meat and just a side of green vegetables, like, like chicken and broccoli. Like to me, no way. I, I need tons of carbs. And if anyone follows me on Snapchat, I eat just like so much rice, so much oatmeal, so much fruit. I just love that. And I can't eat a meal of just a lean meat and then. Like green beans because I did that during my fitness competition a lot of just like tilapia and asparagus or chicken and broccoli like no I just I can't do that it's too much it's I mean too, it's much. Too,
1: too too much and too little too little
0: exactly all yeah.
1: right awesome
0: wait I want to ask you that question too because I want to know what your answer is
1: oh I. I- I definitely did do that, but I probably haven't done that since high school when I was on like the South beach diet and stuff like that. Um, and the insulin resistance diet. So, I mean, I would say the same thing, but if I had to say something else, what would I say? What would I say? Okay. Well, this is pretty extreme, but there was a year when I was a raw vegan that I brought a fruit salad to my family's Christmas dinner party and that's what I ate. So Mm. if anyone thinks they're crazy.
0: (laughs) So it would be be fruit
1: salad? I would not eat fruit salad for dinner. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I I was just trying to go to the most extreme thing that I've ever done.
0: What kind of fruit salad was it? Was it like a green leafy salad with fruit in it or was it a
1: fruit? It was because that was the time when I was like, I was trying to be raw vegan, but like things were getting worse. And so I made it even more intense where people, I was essentially a fruitarian. Oh,
0: bless your little heart.
1: Oh yeah. For three months and obviously nothing got better. So then I became a raw vegan where I only ate like nuts and greens and that also didn't make anything better. And then, yeah, it, it just, it's, it's been a lot.
0: (laughs) Yikes. Yeah.
1: That's a good answer. So Yeah. I wouldn't do that again. Um, But I also wouldn't eat just lean protein and I need carbs too. And my mom still sometimes – I'm at home with my parents right now just for the week just because I'm going to a cousin's wedding, et cetera, et cetera. And my mom will often make just a meat and vegetable. And she she's really um, big on good fats, whatever that means to you. But she is not anti-fat at all. But she makes a lot of dinners that are just um, protein – fat and and vegetable and no carbs and 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 i will always say mom mom, there are no carbs in this dinner like i'm gonna be hungry i'm gonna need to like find something else to eat and she's like what vegetables are carbs and it's like broccoli and i'm like no you don't understand no they're not not when we're talking about like sweet and she just doesn't hear me both of my parents say the same thing it's really annoying Mm, So i just have to you know I just have to let it go and eat what I need after. Uh, yeah, but, I would just
0: like get some of those 90-second rice bags and like have those on emergency because my, my mom always has those around and I make them like all the time, just whenever I my stay mom, at my parents.
1: I will have to say that she made this awesome casserole last night with lots of rice and so I didn't have to complain about there being no carbs. But oh. for some reason, she and my dad are confused and think that like cabbage is a carb. It's really weird.
0: Oh, some magazine out there was like, cabbage exactly. is the only carb you need. And it's exactly. stuck with them.
1: Exactly. So whatever. But um, so I agree with you. I would also not eat fruit salad for dinner for Christmas dinner.
0: Yeah, I agree. Don't ever do that again. Yeah.
1: No, I'm not going to. <laughs> and I remember my aunts and uncles, they were like, so like, you don't even eat like tuna? Or, and I was like, nope, nope gonna do this for the rest of my life uh, it's very <laughs> healthy oh man it's crazy mm. okay my next question is if you became supreme world ruler what's the first thing you would do the like, first thing I would do. what's the first like um policy change you would make Ooh. this is a extreme hypothetical because this is never like <laughs> just, hopefully there's are no- you
0: telling me that i don't have a chance
1: to become the supreme world ruler yeah um no. I'm telling you I hope you don't have a chance.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can work with that. Um if I were to in this hypothetical world where it's definitely not possible or probably not possible Um I <sighs> It's I a would, hard question. Yeah, I think I would just like I'd probably go to finances if somewhere and i have this huge heart for um sex trafficking mm. and i feel like if i were the supreme world ruler and i didn't have any like funding from anywhere that i owed people money for doing things i just like automatically became it i'd probably try to rearrange certain money that's being put certain places and go over more towards funding sex trafficking organizations so that they can do their work better meaning and... meaning anti sex yes trafficking. i'm sorry <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> confirmation can
1: you imagine i mean i'm sure nobody i'm sure that everybody knew that that's what you meant but can you imagine if that was your answer well i would definitely fund some <laughs> sex trafficking if i was like, n-
0: in Miss america pageant and i was just talking really fast and not thinking about it i'd probably come out and say something like that and then the whole world would remember that forever Um, so I'm glad you said that. Not that I remember going to be in a pageant, but, um, yeah, I, I'd probably send money in that direction because there are so many different organizations. Um, there's one called not for sale. If anyone wants to look in that, I thought that was a very, um, that's a very good organization. I think they're based in San Fran. Um, so yeah, that would be a totally random answer, but it's the first thing that popped in my head. So amazing.
1: I think that that's really important. I'm glad you said that. Thank you. I don't know if I would have said anything quite so selfless. I don't know what I would have
0: said. If if you could think of something, what would you say? I'm interested.
1: I would say something like, I think the first thing I would have gone to was something like, like no more Monsanto or something. Like Mm. I would easily be like, uh, no, sorry. Like I can't be bought. Policies can't be bought by big businesses. Um, and, and other things like that um
0: that's selfless that's a good answer
1: I guess so I guess it's selfless but but if it also benefits me
0: <laughs> well that's the best kind of policy right? <laughs> right. right okay here's my next question do you like taking showers I do I, I do it really rushed though so I'm trying to focus on enjoying my shower and like calming down because I just I get in and out so quickly but I do love them so I don't know why I'm always in such a hurry yeah i i have
1: been a shower hurrier too um i like showers but i don't like having to like take the time out to like dry off and stuff
0: that is what i dread i think i'm thinking about that the whole time about how cold i'm gonna be when i get out (laughs) (laughs) having to dry everything that i hurry and anxiety and all that stuff yeah yeah
1: yeah that makes
0: sense all right spring
1: summer fall or winter fall definitely oh I love fall I love it so much it reminds me of like a life that I haven't I feel like it's a past life thing or something like that like I feel like I'm tapping into like an energy that I haven't ever actually experienced if you know what I mean like my excitement about the fall is kind of like irrationally I don't know or maybe it's like some kind of like ancient like connection to like harvest or something but like it's i feel like it's beyond me my love for the fall
0: well that answer is way more in depth than mine mine's like i love pumpkin spice lattes <laughs> i love taking walks in the fall and just like wearing that first fall jacket in your closet. i know
1: but why do you love that it's because of like some like remembrance or it's something. it's gotta
0: be and it, it, it's like it. yeah you're right that it is something you can't really explain because it's like this mm-hmm. chill on my spine that like Leaves me feeling really good and it's yeah. just like, Oh, I want more of that. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I can't like put my finger exactly on, on why, but I love all those things too. So I don't know. All right. Two more questions for you. Okay. Okay. Desert Island. You can bring one food to sustain you for a whole year before your rescue. What do you bring? This is a horrible, horrible choice to have to make.
0: It's pretty bad.
1: Make you make it cause uh. you're not stuck this way forever. And there's no right answer. There's no best answer.
0: Uh, I would say probably oats, like oatmeal. I mean, assuming that I can have water that works. Yeah, you can have water. Okay, so I would have oatmeal because it's just like leaves me full and say this desert may have berries I can put them in there mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. alright that's pretty smart actually
0: Yeah. I, I was asked this question and my
1: answer was cheese which is a stupid <laughs> answer and then so many other people after me were like well if I can choose a food I choose pizza and I was like Darrr! why didn't I think of that Like, I didn't think about putting together do you know what I mean I didn't think about putting together food to okay make together that's food. true
0: so like would sushi count
1: I think so yes
0: i was thinking of a single thing
1: yeah i was too that's why i said cheese
0: well if someone says pizza i think that's more of a meal i think that would be a question that says what Mm -hmm. meal would you have i think that what food that's singular so i think you're you're spot on if you just say cheese
1: and i think but i honestly think that your answer is better because i think that oats would actually be more helpful for like energy and (laughs) like long term like I think that cheese would be really strange because cheese, okay, because milk, right? Milk has sugars in it, but cheese does not so much. So I think that that was kind of a poor choice on my end.
0: Well, what kind of cheese would you pick?
1: I was thinking cheddar, but I I don't even think that's a good idea. And I I, I honestly think I would get sick of it within a day.
0: I think you would too. That sounds like a lot of cheddar.
1: But you would get sick of everything. But just that's true.
0: But what do you want to get sick of? the least amount it's kind of like not cheese yeah exactly yeah. so
1: I made a poor choice so what would I do I would do I wouldn't do oats but I would probably do so hard it's so hard to know oh you know what I would do huh. just knowing what I know I would do something like quinoa because mm. apparently it's supposed to be a pretty like has like a Carbs, protein doesn't have fat, mm, but it has that's both really of those good.
0: things. Do you know what I mean? That's and then, then good I get answer.
1: sick of it. And then when I was rescued, I just wouldn't eat quinoa probably for the rest of my life.
0: True. But it will serve you well in the time that you have to have it. Exactly. Exactly.
1: There's probably another food like that too. Like quinoa, you know, that has like, I was trying to think of something that had, that had everything. Like maybe coconut is a good one. Cause that has like sugars and fat. Yeah. I don't know that has protein, but Uh, But I would get sick of that so fast.
0: I bet Greek yogurt. I mean, if you have like a fridge or something. Honestly,
1: milk is milk slash yogurt is probably a really good bet. It's it's like a pretty complete food.
0: You have enzymes. You have the carbs. You have some sugars. You have fat. I would get so
1: sick of it so fast. Oh, yeah. But I guess that's just the way that this goes. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I'm glad it's not happening.
0: Truth. Yeah, it's good.
1: And my last question for you, and I'm not going to make you sing it. That has nothing to do with this, but <laughs> what is your current favorite song?
0: Oh, oh my current favorite song. Um, these are the questions that always are the hardest for me, and I don't know why. It's like easy well, questions, but... With this one, I understand why it's hard. But
1: but the reason that I didn't say what's your all-time favorite song is because that's really hard. I'm just saying, like, these days, what is your favorite song?
0: I'm going to look at, I'm looking at my Spotify. I have this album called New Faves. So I'm going to look at that and see what I've been adding. Um, oh, I really like that song. Oh, I can't say I really like, because that's not my favorite. Um. <sighs> Yeah. What, okay. So I think I'm just going to go with, um, I'm going to go with <laughs> that song. I took a pill in Ibiza. I don't even know what that
1: what? is. I'm not cool. I
0: took a pill in Ibiza. That's me singing it. T- show Who sings G. it? Yeah, was cool. Like Mike Posner. And... Really? Do you listen no, to the but... radio because it's one of No,
1: songs. see, I don't have yeah. a car. I took a pill and Ibiza. No, that's the thing. I took a pill and Ibiza. I'll listen to it after this. If but... I
0: played it, would it go across in this in the?
1: If I, I don't know. It? Well, tell me if you can hear it right now. I'm going to play it. Okay. Ready? Go. I'm waiting. Can you hear it?
0: Yes. Yeah. Very lightly. Okay. okay.
1: This is the music video, though. Oh, it's explicit. Oh.
0: (laughs) It's, like, super muffled. But nothing's happening. He's just laughing. That is probably not the the meat of it, then. (laughs) Hold on. Can you hear it? Yeah,
1: that's it. All right. Well, I definitely don't know it, and I don't listen to the radio, and I'm not cool. I'm getting really old, Maddie. I'm 28 years old, and, um, but I'm sure it's really cool.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. My sister's 27; she likes it too. I think it'll still be in your age range. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm totally kidding. You know
0: what my favorite song is, and it's what? not
1: really current. It's like kind of old. Well, it's not really old. It's like a year or two old. Oh, what? Um, And I've had favorite songs since then, but it always comes back to this one, is I love the song Shut Up and Dance With Me. I love it.
0: Oh, I love that song, too. It's so fun. So
1: fun. It is so fun. Every time it comes on, I smile so big. I love
0: it. Oh, that's a good song. That really is. Um, I have another song kind of like that, too. And it's for me, it's almost a guilty pleasure, though. Have you ever heard that song Replay?
1: Wait. Yeah. Who sings it?
0: Um, it's one of those rapper names. Like like a melody. Isn't that that song? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it love that song. And it's yes. super embarrassing, but I do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. I love that
1: song. This is so fun. Is it actually, I'm really curious if you'll be able to hear this when you do the playback. But if so, this is kind of like giving me an idea for like a whole kind of podcast I want to have. Mm. Ooh,
0: I am so interested in that.
1: I don't know what it would be. I don't know. I'd have to really think about it. But, but it's kind of fun to be like, ask about songs and then play them. And then I don't know. I think that I would don't know make
0: what... a really good pair for talking on podcasts. I will say that. It
1: would. You know, I just realized what the issue is. Uh, licenses.
0: Yeah, that's true. Like, it's fine that we played that on there real quickly, isn't it?
1: I think so. Okay. And honestly, what I've heard is once you have a problem, like, once, um, like if, if your podcast is big enough, which I'm, I know it's big, but if it's like big enough to like attract the attention of like them, then like you have, it's almost like a good problem.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I think that but, we're doing people. Oh, we're doing them a favor though, because we're reminding people. Our favorite songs. We're
1: not using it as like intro, outro. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: that's true. But-,
1: but I think I think if the whole theme of the podcast was about playing songs, we would run into some licensing issues. Mm-hmm. So I might never mind. My dreams are dashed. Never mind. I don't know how to. I don't know how to. I think. I think I have to put that one that one on the shelf honestly
0: well we can come back to that later if, if, <laughs> if, <laughs> when things get a little bit easier in the online music world maybe exactly that's true that's true um those are all the questions i have for you you did such an amazing job everyone round of applause for caroline <laughs> you did an amazing job yeah that was really fun yay oh, thank you yeah you're an amazing interviewer and just thanks so much for coming on and for sharing this very special episode with me.
1: You are so welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Everyone, if you want to get the show notes for this, you can head on over to maddiemoon.com slash MBM100. And I will have the links to also uh, Caroline's stuff. So if you want to look at the Effet Diet and all of her amazing work that she's up to, her podcast, I'll have that all over there on the show notes for this. Thanks everyone for stick it around for a hundred episodes and I'm looking forward to several hundred more. Um, hopefully you can get to a thousand someday and I appreciate all of you for, for listening. It, it, as you've heard from this episode, podcasting is like one of my biggest loves. So thank you and I'll see you guys next week.